Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the middle that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up. Hi, everybody. Hello there. We are Annabelle and Emily and we are absolutely fine, except of course we're not absolutely fine this week. And we're not going to do a riff about being absolutely fine this week because under the circumstances, it would seem trite and stupid. <laughs> Having said that, that's why Emily's <laughs> laughing. It's kind of my job to be trite and stupid. So, dear Emily, listeners. Why, why change a habit of a lifetime? We were fiddling around, just wasting time on the darker corners of the internet. And we found a writer on Twitter called Wendy Molyneux who said that maybe she was going to write a film called Spider-Man. And the premise was that Spider-Man is a grown-up woman who gets bitten by a radioactive spider and develops all the ensuing powers, but just decides to keep the whole Ferrari to herself because, you know, her (laughs) diary's looking pretty full this week and she just, frankly, doesn't have the bandwidth for all the climbing buildings shit. And she also doesn't think that that all-in-one with mask combo would do her any favours at all. Plus, it's clearly polyester, so imagine the sweat. Oh, I'm just thinking crotch sweat. Knee sweat, back sweat, neck sweat. It's basically a morph suit. I mean, lip sweat. (laughs) Imagine the claustrophobia and the hair disaster. Your hair would never recover. You'd whip off your mask and it would be, you know... Static yet also stuck to my scalp. I mean, also, if you think about it and look at it in a different light, it is almost a gimp suit. And (laughs) Spider-Man clearly is in no way in the market for any of that shit either. So <laughs> Spider-Man is not interested in great power or great responsibility. I mean, power. I suppose she would probably like a stronger pelvic floor, maybe. And, and maybe some sense of control over her finances, please. So if the radioactive bite could deliver that, then that's fine. But otherwise, let's never speak of it again. <laughs> Nothing to see here with Spider-Man. No, no, Spider-Man. I have to tell you, Wonder Woman would be recast as well. Yes. I think it would be, I wonder where my phone is. Yes. On your hand? (laughs) I don't wonder where my glasses are on my head. I wonder why I'm always too hot or too cold. Yeah. I wonder if I'll ever throw away all the knickers I hate, which is 90% of my knickers. I hate my knickers. I hate my (laughs) knickers. And the really depressing thing is when I think, oh, today I'll wear those really nice new knickers. And I realise there are... You know, the last knicker standing from a three-year-old M&S multi-pack. But to me, that's sort of new and glamorous. Also, while we're here, while we're in the underwear drawer, can I ask, is it possible to have a comfortable bra when you have big boobs? Because I do not have a comfortable bra, and I think it's just another sign of my failure. Also, is it possible to find a bra that doesn't give you bra bulges? We've all been fitted for bras. They just trust you up like a turkey and say the problem is your body, not the bra. Literally, this woman said to me when I had it done, she, she, she tightened the bra so much and then went and I said well what about this bulge here and she went well that's you and I thought how is this a sales pitch no she was not I feel like she was French like I can't do anything about that no that is not the bra that is your body (laughs) your disgusting body (laughs) that is is your disgusting self that get out of my underwear anyway Wonder Woman 
I wonder what people mean when they say mix and match your clothes to create new outfits. I totally agree. So you take one thing you hate and one ugly thing you hate and mix it with another ugly thing you hate. (laughs) Don't you just get like revoltingness and fashion failure squared or cubed at that point from every angle? I do have like sort of weird sort of Muccia Prada fantasies that I could literally put on an ugly pair of trousers that I don't like and then my ugly cardigan and suddenly I would so look bad sensational. It's good. Yeah, exactly. Mm, I think we're too old for so bad it's good. And we're too old for Prada <laughs> Mew Mew ironic granny as well. <laughs> oh dear. I wonder why everyone is so annoying. I wonder why everyone is so annoying. I wonder if it's me. I wonder if I care if it's me. Could it be me? I, mean, I don't care. <laughs> I wonder if these supplements are doing anything. Oh. I mean, there's no way to know, really. No, exactly. Just keep going. I wonder if I'll ever forget to eat. I wonder if I'll ever remember to stop eating. I wonder if I've forgotten how to flirt. That's a depressing thought, isn't it? Because also, it's depressing. You're that way mortification lies. <laughs> you know, if you've forgotten how to flirt, then you do it badly and you just feel covered, covered, covered in shame. Also, I found myself the other day having a conversation and, and the conversation had a little bit of energy to it and I suddenly thought, oh my God, what happens if this person thinks I'm flirting? I'm literally not flirting. I bet you didn't handle that mid-conversation panic very well. No, not at all. And I suddenly kind of shut down like I was... You know, like a sort of lift door closing, oh, plummeting could, to the basement. You could borrow from my post-lockdown trick of just turning your back and walking away from people in the middle of conversations because you're so panic-struck. Yes, aborting the flirt. It yep. was, was absolutely terrifying. Awful. I wonder what the point of me is. Ah, uh, I could tell you that. Mm. I might leave you guessing. And no, I am absolutely in under no circumstances getting changed in that phone box. Getting changed in that phone box? Are you fucking joking? <laughs> I'm an adult woman and I need my space. I don't even like changing rooms that have, you know, tons of space for people. Changing <sighs> rooms, period. Batman. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Batman is most active at night when she creeps around the house between the hours of, say, two and five. She's most active. She can't really handle daylight anymore anyway, but partly because she's exhausted and partly because her face seems to slightly be falling <laughs> off in daylight these days. Um, by the way, the Batmobile is, is, is encrusted with, with mud and, 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 and the interior is so filthy and sort of coated in matter that the matter may have come to life and sort of developed its own IQ. In fact, the matter could grow into Batman's ne- nemesis. Um, but uh, just a, a, a tip when it comes to Batman. The Bat phone is inactive. <laughs> yeah. Do not call Batman. Under any circumstances. She will take a very dim view. <laughs> Text her. In fact, even if you're sitting next to her on the sofa, just just it's it's safer to text her than to talk to her because she is very, very tired. <laughs> and do not send voice notes. Batman needs you to know the voice mo- voice notes are just as aggressive as voicemails. <laughs> Can you imagine just like sending Batman a voice note going, Hi Batman, I'm stuck on this burning building. Batman would not be thrilled. No, she'd just delete it before she listens she to would. it. She would. She would be like, done. Batman never takes off her therapy cape. It does keep getting caught on door handles when, you know, she flies through. But it is the only thing that makes her feel safe at this point. Okay, so uh, how about Catwoman? Uh, I mean, that basically does what it says on the tin, right? Yeah, Catwoman. She's only interested in talking to her cats or about her cats. Instagram? Cats. Affection reserved only for cats. Cat calendars, cat screensavers, cats. Cats. I mean, you know, there but for the grace of God. (laughs) 
Um, uh, the Incredible Sulk. This I relate to. Um, just fuck off. It's not, it's not me, it's you. I, I just, I can't. So you just shut the door on your way out. Enough, I'm not interested. You finally pushed me to the end of my tether, which was not very long in the first place. And you should be afraid because this does not happen very often. And you won't like me when I'm angry. But actually, I'm not even angry. I'm not hurt. I'm not disappointed. I'm just done. No more of my energy will be wasted on you. The incredible sulk is terrifying. Chilling. Chilling. I reckon no. I can pull this off on a really bad day. I you looked a bit scared when I was talking. I Were you scared? I was a little scared because it's like, <laughs> it's almost, for a codependent like me, I'm not even angry, I'm not hurt, I'm done, is like the worst that you could ever hear. As that came out of my mouth, <gasps> you felt as though you'd been obliterated. I did. Oh, That's I'm it. really sorry. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on to a cosier superhero. On. Yes, Aquaman. Aquaman! She's just started cold water swimming, or she may be trying to reverse the ageing process by drinking gallons of water, or she's retaining a lot of water. I don't think this one's going to get commissioned. This one's not going to get commissioned. She needs to pee all the time. No, no one wants to watch this. Which is really not very useful in those sort of superhero jumpsuits. I don't think anyone's going to want to watch (laughs) this, but I don't think they're going to want to watch this one either. Bear with me, because this one has to work quite hard. Conan, the barbarian. (laughs) She's had a bad day. She is to be avoided. She is ready to unleash hell. She is feeling medieval. Avoid Conan the Barbarian, mum, at all costs. I wonder if they're sitting on the sofa. She's sitting on the sofa with the incredible sulk, having a very nice time. Yeah, maybe. Also, last but not least, Wolverina. Yes. I reckon she is very hairy these days. Very. Full pelt. (laughs) Full pelt legs, possibly back. Full beard. She's smashing the patriarchy by growing her armpit hair. Her toenails alone could probably take you out because she hasn't had time for a pedicure since when? August? I haven't had time for a pedicure since August. She's a dangerous loner. She's a dangerous loner. I mean, she usually goes into retirement during the summer months, but this year, this summer, I mean, all bets are off. I mean, frankly, oh, for a grooming flare-up. Oh my God, yes, I I need a grooming flare-up. We're having every other kind of flare-up, so why not a grooming flare-up? I know. You know, the other day on the podcast, I said I was having a codependency flare-up, which is slightly my default setting when I'm in an anxiety flare-up. See all the flare-ups within flare-ups. And obviously, we're all having anxiety flare-ups just now. But there are some other flare-ups that can strike at any time. There are. Like the accessorising (laughs) flare-ups. Now, those are the days when you wake up and think, oh, today, Matthew, I'm going to approach accessorising like a Scandi influencer. But your look is less ganny and more granny. I should say that Emily is wearing um, Birkenstocks over uh, socks today. I, I'm wearing them because you make me take off my shoes, so I hid my Birkenstocks outside. <laughs> <laughs> but I only confessed because we're talking about Scandi yes. influences. Yeah. But do you know those times when you used to walk into your grandmother's bedroom and put on every single one of her rings, her necklaces, the high heels, the hat, the scarves, the feather bow, what was Granny doing with the feather bow? Let's not ask any <coughs> questions. And then there you are in all your finery, and this is what you've done in the morning. You've woken up, and then you hobble to the tube, 
and you're awkwardly trailing a, a sort of difficult scarf that a girl who's no longer your friend persuaded you to buy. Yes, the sort of scarf that half garrots you and half leaves <laughs> white fluff all over your black outfit. <laughs> I know, it's like the worst kind of thing. And every time you try and wear it, you think, I, I hate that person. You get a sort of hive rash around your neck. And as you're hot and itching, maybe, and, and hobbling, I mean, inevitably, you're going to catch a glimpse of yourself somewhere, right? Yes, and you look at the, you know, those staircase mirrors and you think, who the, what, what the fuck is that oh my god it's me then you sit on the platform bench depressly taking off all your rings one by one or your scarf wrapped around and you put it in your wallet and your bag for safekeeping it's very depressing oh this is a sad and poignant moment so let's move on to emotional incontinence (laughs) flare-ups this happened a lot after the first lockdown and it made going out even more perilous than it already was because you had no filter and no idea what you were actually going to say or admit to, and all the stuff that you'd spent 30 years trying to make sure that no one ever saw, you were suddenly serving up. <laughs> You're like, here you go. Here you go. I had a sex dream about Matt Hancock. How are you? <laughs> judge me, judge me. And you spent the whole time after each emotional incontinence flare-up in a sort of appalling shame spiral, con- convinced that no one would ever talk to you again. I mean, listen, now things are slightly more under control, but although the current panic, who knows, we could all, you know... Yeah, yeah. The I don't trust myself. Back. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, the other thing, when one trying trying to exert control, we have a tidying flare up. Yes, that you're right. It's when you feel out of control. It's when you think I'm going to sort out the cupboard from hell. I am, and it's such a frustrating beast because actually the tidying flare up burns so bright, yeah. so fast. So you take everything out of the cupboard of hell, and or you take everything down from the attic, or, or the, the garage, or the shed. Whatever it is that you're trying to clear out. And then just as all your stuff is lying out there in the open and you're crying over a love letter from Jack when you were 19, you have a flare down. A flare down. And then you have no will or bone in your body that is even slightly interested in putting all the things back. And the flare downs can happen in the middle of the impulsive exercise class flare up, which you booked and suddenly you're on the mat and you think, I'm in downward dog and now I just want to lie down. I do lie down. Do you just give yeah, up? Yeah, if that happens, it happened to me this morning. If it makes me feel cross or upset or it's too painful, uh, you don't. You push on, don't you? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a brutal, like, You're sort of... very competitive. Super competitive and really obedient. A terrible combination. Well, I'm neither, so I lie down. <laughs> it's so true. It's like, <laughs> do one more. Reach, reach. Annabelle's like, I'm sorry, I've gone. Or when they go, right, we're going to hold it here for ten. And Nine. then... No, yes, and then they either count really slowly or they don't start counting for another 10 seconds. I do an internal 10 count and I stop at two. I always stop at two. Do you do your own count? My Pilates teacher, she also goes, hold it, hold it. I mean, you would have literally left the mat and never gone back again. Left the building, yeah. So um, other flare-ups that cause anxiety are culture flare-ups. Now, sometimes you go wild and mad and you book edgy shows in faraway fringe theatres or and this is worse when your edgy cultural friend invites you to something 15 postcodes away on a monday night starting at 10 p.m and for some reason you agree Why you know there's that old trick which is if you don't want to do it tonight you don't want to do it in six months i agree but at the same time sometimes one gets sort of press ganged into it without even 
even one knows that one, one doesn't want to do it then or now, but one is still doing You're it. You're using the word one in I a know, properly one, panicked one. I way. I am so scared. Do not allow yourself to be press ganged. And then you cry. Know this thyself. I feel like there is a theme to this. Anyway, <laughs> you cry when you realise you have to go and you cry during, which is a mistake because then edgy cultural friend thinks you're like an empath or like super sensitive and will invite you again to things. I leave at the interval. <laughs> of course you do. I do, I leave at the interval. Technology flare-ups. So... One minute you have like 10 million wires everywhere and you've got no idea how to switch on the telly and you also exist fully in the knowledge that anyone can access your Wi-Fi if they so choose. And the next, you've watched a YouTube tutorial, downloaded a couple of special apps and attempted to link all your technology together and family-proof it and now you can't watch anything or turn on anything and the police appear on the doorstep because you've Googled nipples. <laughs> that is so true. I know, I tried to... Um, I was researching of... something the other day and I Googled, I was with you, and I Googled what happens when you snort Xanax. Yes. And I told can... someone that the other day. In fact, I told about three people that and they went, what does happen when you snort Xanax? <laughs> uh, the answer is it hits your bloodstream more quickly. Okay, great. Well, but it was not for personal us. use. It was for something that we were writing. No, I know a friend of mine confessed the other day that they tried to watch some porn and uh, but the family lock is on it. And so therefore they couldn't access anything. It's very disappointing. Apparently what you have to do is come off Wi-Fi and go on to 5G or whatever. Oh, okay. All right. I shall pass that on to my friend. (laughs) My friend told me to tell your friend that that's apparently what you want to do. I literally will probably blurt this out in the park next time because of my emotional incontinence. Anyway, the other thing that happens to me is I have occasional hip-hop flare-ups. Now, one minute I'm in my kitchen listening to the Today programme and then suddenly my fingers find my phone and I'm blasting Juicy by Notorious B.I.G. and attempting to do The Running Man to do what you like by Digital Underground. And then suddenly, boom, just like that, I'm back in my 47-year-old body doing Wordle. Yeah, I mean, I live in a perma show tune (laughs) flare-up. What's a permanent flare-up called? I think it's called It's a Horrible Personality. (laughs) (laughs) It's a chronic condition. I have a chronic show tune condition. Yeah, you do. This is an advertisement from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Now, you guys know that we're not shy about getting things off our chest. The tiny inconveniences that can ruin our days to the big, overwhelming worries that can flood our nights. Trouble is, we all got into the habit of saying, I'm absolutely fine. Emily and I added the but specifically to get off autopilot and give ourselves the space to say what we were really experiencing. But we weren't always so free with our inner furies. A few years ago, I began experiencing debilitating panic attacks because I felt I couldn't tell anyone all the things that I was feeling, that I was not coping, that I felt like a failure. I was so ashamed, so I kept it all bottled inside. And of course, it started leaking out. It was only when I found a therapist and began sharing those doubts and insecurities with her that the panic began to dissipate. Because therapy can be a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a registered therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash midult. That's better H-E-L-P dot com slash midult. Better help, because sometimes the best thing to do is acknowledge that we are not, in fact, absolutely fine. Oh my goodness. I but you know, you know where you are with the show tune. And with hip hop, you never quite know what's happening. The mysteries in music, the I... mysteries in midult 
music. I tell you, you know, Meatloaf, RIP, died recently, but we still, and with this him... This is the obvious one. This is the big question, right? With him went the mystery of what would he do for love? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. would do anything for love, but I won't do that. What? What? What won't you do? Meatloaf. Is this something you find out along with the secrets of the universe? And, and if there's a heaven when you die, will Meatloaf be going, standing there going, this is what I meant? Um, and he'll be, maybe Peter at the gates will be like, what did you mean, Meatloaf? You cannot come in. Yes, tell us or you're not coming in. <laughs> That's how I feel. Do you remember Alphabet Street by Prince? And yeah. he went, A, B, C, D, E, F, H, I love you. Why did he miss out the G? Where's the fucking G? Why was this not actually sort of like debated in Parliament or, you know, in the, in the Senate when it was released in 1988? Why oh, was he allowed to do that? I don't know. Confusing. Annoying. Okay, I've got, another, I've got another one that bothers me. That song Humans by The Killers. Are we human or are we dancer? <laughs> now, look, without wanting to sound like a wanker. I said when someone's about to sound like a massive wanker. <laughs> the, pro- the problem we have before us is that the question is posed as a collective plural, but answered with a first-person plural pronoun and a singular verb. In other words, what the f- actual fuck does what they're saying mean? We know you're a wanker, though, at least, <laughs> don't we? I Got a Feeling. This used to be my running song, which shows you how long ago I was really into running. I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, Friday, Saturday... Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> I know we're all hanging out for a three-day weekend. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. I really like Saturday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. They just really like Saturday. Oh, God. I quite like Saturday. <laughs> Would you like Saturday twice? Yes. Okay. You? Well, there you go. The Black Eyed Peas, they knew what they were talking about. <laughs> okay, also, Strange Lyrics. Fix You by Coldplay. Oh, yeah. Which I, I love, but still, questions, Mr. Martin. Lights will guide you home and ignite your bones. Sinister. Hold on a second. Hold on, Mr. Martin. Are you say when you say lights, do you mean like fire torches and you're going to set me on fire? And should I be calling the police? Yeah, this gives it a whole nother perspective, doesn't it? Ignite your bones. She had to consciously uncouple. Towering Inferno. Champagne Supernova by Oasis. So he says, slowly walking down the hall, faster than a cannonball. No idea what's happening there. There's some mixed messages there. Noel, it's like a I metaphysical think. poem. <laughs> it's, it's happening on many levels. What's, what's he doing? What's Noel doing? I really don't know. Let's write to the Gallagher's for some answers. Okay, what about Shakira, Shakira? Her, in her song, Whenever, Wherever... Lucky my breasts are small and humble, so you don't confuse them with mountains. I mean, literally, definitely confused. I mean, 100% bewildered. But thanks for clarifying that, Shakira. Her hips may not lie, but that line does. (laughs) Sorry. Come together in the Beatles. I mean, do you think they knew what they were doing? Come together right now over me? Like, right now? You sure? Right now? (laughs) Speaking of musical mysteries, I mean... I think we all harbour a resentment for Rage Against the Machine, for not specifying which machine they were angry at. What do you think it was? I mean, I assume it was a printer. (laughs) Everybody's just always angry at the printer. That's being an adult, isn't it? Basically, being an adult is basically never being able to connect with the printer until you die. Do you know, being an adult is also people recommending you see their osteopaths until you die. What is it with what is it with people compulsively sharing their osteopaths? Why can't they be so compulsively sherry about, say, a good cheap builder? 
that exactly or or a good cheap financial advisor who's or a good. really excellent sample sale cheap as well cheap also all cheap <laughs> very cheap why must they persistently press their extremely expensive osteopath number into our hands why? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's it, why the Good Samaritan Act only about osteopaths? <laughs> you know, why does everyone think that their osteopath is the best osteopath? I feel nervous about recommending this stuff because what if it goes wrong? Because I'm so glass half empty. But I mean, I remember when someone pressed their craniosacral. What what are they called? Craniosacral osteopath. Oh yes, them. <laughs> One of those craniosacral people. They pressed that number into my hand to help me sleep and he effectively cancelled my sleep for the next month. I, mean, I was sleeping four hours a night and after him I was sleeping an hour and a half a night. And, and, I, and I called him and I said, you have to come back and reverse whatever you did. And he said, oh that's not how it works. Oh. I'm going to resent that person forever. I, I, shall, I shall never forget. Um, and I will never forget either. I hate it when people say things, oh that's not how it works. Well it was how it worked yesterday for 120 quid mate, in the yeah. opposite direction. Quite. Anyway, I think being an adult is permanently being told to wear sunscreen. It's so boring and unfun. I mean, obviously, listeners, you have to wear sunscreen, but it's as bad as the no screens in bed thing. Although I think sunscreen on balance is more likely to happen than no screens at bedtime. Psychopathic behaviour going to bed with no screen. Uh, Being an adult is unloading the dishwasher. A never-ending loop. Unloading is clearly much worse than loading because loading, I suppose, is generally done incrementally, but unloading is just one big push. What I find really interesting about people is the way that they load their dishwashers. And I know that people who have a specific way of loading their dishwashers are not interesting, but people who just throw their stuff in are always very interesting. Annabelle. Do I throw my stuff in? Yes. It's like you're the most ordered, organised person in the world, okay, but the way you load a dishwasher is like a serial killer. Oh, I can't be fucked to think about how to load a dishwasher. I mean, I know it's very, it's you now I now I feel strange because you're right. I like my, I like, generally like the house to have a system in things like, with things like linen. But the dishwasher doesn't. Having said that though, I'm going to, unlike the oste- cranial osteopath, I'm going to reverse my statement because actually I think people who load dishwashers in a very specific way are the serial killers. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I know, I know people and they're often men who will unload and reload a dishwasher. You do not want to have sex with someone who unloads <laughs> and reloads a dishwasher. <laughs> they would unload and reload themselves. There's something very disgusting about oh, that whole disgusting, image. Sorry. Disgusting. Being an adult is trying and failing to replicate at night the drug-like state you enter during your post-lunch micro-sleep in the loo at work. That is, it's true. The micro-sleep. So it starts with like the slow blink, the head nod, and then the head bounce back. And the certain knowledge that if someone at that moment, which is probably about 2.15 in the afternoon, if someone at that moment tucked you up in bed, you would slumber like a sleeping beauty. But at night, well, it's all wriggling and panicking and thrashing about, you know, literally and metaphorically, isn't it? So no drug-like state available at night, not without the actual drugs. No, not without the drug. You know, being an adult is wiping surfaces all day, all day. Wiping, wiping. Packet of biodegradable wipes on your person at all times. Sometimes you might just use a tissue to blow your nose on, <laughs> just because it's in your hand. <laughs> also the flannel you've just washed your face with. Yeah, so sue you. <laughs> so sue you, as long as it looks clean. Yeah, great. It's wiped. So, sue yourself, it's wiped. <laughs> maybe your dressing gown, maybe your, the clothes you're actually wearing. Who knows? Being an adult is having to have your car serviced and resenting it because what a boring way to spend your money. What a boring, no post-spending high there. Just glumness. I know. Being an adult is waiting on the phone to be connected to your service provider. Forever. 
Really getting really hard to timetable these calls because the waiting times are actually running into hours now. COVID apparently, short staffed. Don't you think they could work harder with the music? And also all these business, your business's valuable messages to us on a loop. What about some comedy? They could have some stand up or like some DIY tips or maybe oh. some cookery hacks or some sex suggestions. <laughs> could you imagine? But then when they cut you off, supposedly by mistake after, I don't know, an hour and 20 minutes, you have no one to shout out. So you just, you just sit there, open mouthed with fury and frustration and defeat. Just oh, adulthood, 100% would not recommend. So um, we will see you next week. Good luck out there. Yes. And we send you lots of love. Yeah. Lots of love, everyone. Bye. You've been listening to Annabelle Rivkin and Emily McMeekin of The Middle. Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and subscribe. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revelhorwood, Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.